listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome, everybody, to Earth Oddity Podcast. I'm John. Oh, I'm Tiny. (laughs) One day we're going to get our intro down. (laughs) Nah. We should practice it. Before we actually hit the record button, nah, we're we're good. Nah, I was like, <laughs> we can start hill. over. No, nah. why? Yeah, well, who cares? <laughs> the people who are somehow still listening to this show have learned to love all the imperfections, right? Yes. So, um, how was your week? It was fun. We uh, did some grass cutting this week. Oh yeah, I forgot about Tiny's lawn <laughs> service. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying I need a cut for the job that I got you in my review <laughs> in the Facebook group. Yeah. I mean, but I wouldn't refuse a cut. So just to let everybody in on what's happening. Yeah. If you need your yard mode, extremely niche content <laughs> right here, our subdivision. Mm-hmm. There was a lady who posted in our Facebook group, Hey, I'm looking for someone to cut my yard. And I went on that post and I was like, Hey, I'll do it. You know, yeah. DM me for details. And she and she does just that. Right. Well, then I see that before she posted that in the group, like several posts I down, somebody there was, was another lady who posted that her husband right. was looking for some yards to cut. That's right. And she, I, I, th- I think she commented on that post first, and I guess she just got impatient. They didn't get they, in touch they with her quick enough. With her. Yeah. So I totally sniped that yard. Because... <laughs> <laughs> She had like posts like, "Hey, I, I DM'd you, right? You know, just take your DMs. I sent you a, a, a message. They weren't paying attention. No, just sorry. Hey, we do. We got tiny, tiny's lawn service. <laughs> so you have uh, two yards in the neighborhood to cut. One, one. But and I'm yours. looking for some more. And my well, and, and Richards. I cut Richards for free. That's just me being a good neighbor, and it Man. only takes like 15 minutes. Come on, you got to charge you. <laughs> you got a business now, tiny. Yeah, yeah. And so you're just going to push your lawnmower down there? No, I'll put it in the back of the truck. <laughs> okay. It is on the all the way on the other side. And you're going to weed so. eat an edge and everything for them? Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I can't wait to tell the IRS. <laughs> you know why? I had to pay the IRS a big amount of money this week, and I don't like it at all. Well, I we you had should too. No, I was about to say I'm I'm not a fan. Not no. a fan. I won't tear to report all our Facebook marketplace earnings. <laughs> I won't everybody's not paying their fair share, is what I'm saying. I was I paid my fair share. Welcome, comrade John. <laughs> That's right. I need everybody else to start paying their fair share. I support cash out six hundred dollar reporting and all of that stuff so. i will say i get taxed like as far as what's taken out of my check i just go ahead and like don't i just claim no single deductions. yeah and I, I know financially that's probably not a wise thing to do but People, that's just how i do it tax nerds make fun of you for that and this year i'm still writing an 800 dollars check oh so uh, eight hundred. Yes, <laughs> I wish. I don't want to say how much mine was, but it hurt my feelings. <laughs> I was mad at the lady who did our taxes, and well, she had to remind me it wasn't her fault. <laughs> well, listen, John. Just when you get mad and you think about all that money yeah. that you're paying to the government, sure. Just think of Ukraine. Well, that's we're what, sending all that money to Ukraine. 
I want the president of Ukraine to change his profile picture to like a translucent picture of me. Because <laughs> right. I've supported it. I bought at least one bomb, I think. <laughs> I've supported them. A few them. grenades. Uh, yeah, a couple of grenades. <laughs> yeah, I've supported Ukraine. So I'm done supporting Ukraine. I don't want to. So. Well, you're, you're uh, you know not, what I you're did. Not done. <laughs> you know what I did. I went to our CFO the very next day. and was like, I need to change the single no dependence. <laughs> like, come <laughs> as much as I can. I can't take it. I was like, it's killing me. <laughs> but outside of that, I had an excellent week. Again, I'm on a hot streak, mm-hmm. buddy. I'm, I'm killing it. So I'm glad your lawn service took off. <laughs> One yard if, <laughs> that I sniped away from some. Lay pastor, part time <laughs> educator. <laughs> Look, man, I mean, this business is business. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's not it, personal. Yeah, it's not personal at all. <laughs> when you're down there mowing that grass, you stop by and knock on his door on the way back, see if you want, he wants you to mow his. As I was cutting that lady's grass Monday afternoon, mm-hmm. like these neighbor's kids, they were like playing in the yard across the street. And oh. at one point, I saw this one kid like looking at me, and I thought to myself, I wonder if, if like, that's his dad that I took his yard from. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's the way it goes. Yeah, that's you the know? way it goes. He, if he needed to feed that son a little bit more or buy some new shoes, he should have been answering his DMs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just how it goes. Yeah. You snooze, you lose. That's business, baby. So, look, if there's anybody else in the immediate yeah. area that needs their yard cut, sure. or maybe you just want to, like, fire some – yeah, get rid of them. <laughs> Some teacher. They're not doing a good job. <laughs> exactly. I'll do a better Tiny job. Tiny will do a better job. Way better job. Now, I would say, number one, Earth Oddy brought to you by Cajun Curl and Tiny's Lawn Care. <laughs> but I'm a little worried. You work a full-time job, mm-hmm. and now you're picking up side jobs. Yes. And you have a podcast. Yes. Is this just an effort to get away from your family? <laughs> No, this is an effort to support my family okay. and not like and pay the mortgage <laughs> for the house that we can't afford. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. What well, maybe you need to get Tara out there on a weight eater. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family venture. Yeah. Tiny it's and fun Tara's, to think about. Tiny and Tara's lawn care. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Get her out there weed eating. She's too busy with the uh, what's her latest venture? It's uh some kind of cleaning products. Norwex. I forget. Tara. Are you familiar with Norwex? No, but I forget. That's Tara. her latest. That's Tara her latest mixed up in all these. <laughs> that's her latest foray. I would like to just no. You don't want me to talk to Tara about. No, I don't. <laughs> 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 oh man. Uh, well, I hope that does great for y'all. Mm-hmm. Make a little coin. That's fine. Yeah, nothing wrong with making money. That's what it's all about, right? <laughs> That's what the capitalist in me says. Exactly. That's what it's all about. So I guess we better talk about news. Yes, let's talk about news. I was trying to think of anything funny that happened this week. I can think of one more thing that's oh, kind yeah. of funny. What's that? Yesterday, I came home from work, and the neighbor called. Oh, okay. That's uh, that's the people that ate over here one time? Yeah. Ball-headed yeah. dude? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, yeah. Amber okay. lives down the street, called, and she said she was like, hey, we're going to come over and <laughs> just going to invite themselves. Well, no, she said they were going to like play out in the circle. But, oh, okay. But they were like, Hey, cause they, they like to get out there and ride their bikes and stuff. And, and they were like, sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll go, we'll get together. Well, our other neighbor, they were, they're doing some kind of like 
landscaping or yeah, something. Yeah, they got a project going on. I think on. they're building a pool. There was like just dust everywhere. So these kids, they decided to play in the backyard. And that's fine. And their mom was like, well, don't get in the creek immediately. Their the son gets in the creek. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> yes. There's a creek there. It's what you do. And I thought to myself, you know, the creek is pretty fun. Yeah. And kids these days don't do enough of this yeah, as right. it is. So just take your socks and shoes off. We're all going to take our socks and shoes and we're going to, you know, skip stones. We're going we're gonna to play in the creek. Yeah. Which is what we did. It was a blast. Sure. Of course. <laughs> it always is. <laughs> yeah. But at one point, their oldest son, he thought he saw a snake. Oh, boy. And so I went over there to kill it. And I was being very thorough. I was turning over stones. I couldn't find a snake anywhere. And he said, I think maybe I just saw a stick. Which I think is exactly what it was. Sure. Because if there would have been a snake there, I'd have found it. Yeah. But after that, he done planted the seed in my head. So from that point on, every time like a leaf Your holler. Brushed, and brushed across my ankle, I was like, oh, no. Dad mode activated. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. But it was fun. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. I love playing in the creek. We don't have a creek behind my house anymore. We you did. Should, you should come get in our creek sometime. It's great. <laughs> we did at the totally awesome house we sold to move into this one. <laughs> <laughs> had about two acres behind us with woods and a creek and an Indian mound I buried my cat in. So yeah. left all that behind just to move over here. Tiny. Sure makes doing the podcast convenient. <laughs> oh. Uh well you should you should come over and you should get in the creek sometime. Okay. Me and Eli have plans to there's like this one spot where it's kind of like it goes down to the creek and it's kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, it's not so steep. And we were we were thinking we may uh, try to dig that out some okay. and like put a bunch of playground sand down there, make kind of like a little uh It'd sandy a little area. Beach. Yeah, yeah. Till one good rain comes by and washes it all off. <laughs> Well, there's a beach on the other side of the creek that's okay. managed to stay there. Well, so. that'll just, if it does wash off, it'll probably get hung on that. That'll just be a bigger beach. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. I misidentified that part of the creek is not Carroll's Creek, but it flows into Carroll's Creek. That's what there. I thought. Yeah. I wasn't sure, but I know like if you go down, what's that, 43, mm-hmm. there's a bridge that goes over a creek. Right. And I just assumed that those that's what that is, and then this one runs into that. Yeah, well, and if you cross a bridge right here at... Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, on sixty nine. That's the other end of Carroll's right, Creek. Before right. you get down there to where it actually gets in the lake. So, yeah, that's a little this very niche <laughs> content. Mister Richard, he'll get in that kayak and <laughs> he'll ride it all the way down to the Carroll's Creek. I bet he will. He yeah. might go all the way to the lake if the water's high enough. <laughs> he, uh, I think I've told this story on this show one time, but. Yeah, one time it was raining and that creek got super high. Right. And he went and got in his kayak and told his wife he was going to call her to come get him. So, not to put her phone on silent. Well, she put her phone on silent. Of course. And so he was waiting on her. I guess he didn't, he didn't, he didn't pick up his kayak and like walk back. Yeah. He just waited four hours before he finally got in touch with her to come get him. <laughs> Wild. Um, yeah. I, this is why I don't know my neighbor's time. <laughs> <laughs> the only one I really know besides you is Joy, and I had to track down her trampoline that time during the storm. Yes. I don't want to feel obligated to help anybody. <laughs> Did you see New York going off in the Facebook the other morning? No. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, was it about chalk in her driveway? No. That was something. Was she that person, too? I don't know. Right, I, I just saw, saw that, that and I immediately followed that up with, 
hey, you need somebody to pressure wash that dress? <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Then I was like, does Tiny have a pressure washer? Or is he going to borrow Richard's? To I'm going to borrow it? Richard's or yours <laughs> to go start my pressure washing business. <laughs> but uh, no, she put it there the other day. It was like, you know, four in the morning. I hadn't been awake that long. Like, whoever's dog's barking, I sure wish they would take care of them and all that. And it took everything I had in me because I saw it like immediately when it posted to be like, oh, my bad. That's mine. He just likes to bark. (laughs) (laughs) Was it Jay? No, it wasn't Jay. (laughs) He was still inside with me. Yeah, I don't know what whose dog it was, but she called him out on it real quick, which it is frustrating when a dog barks here trying to sleep. Dude, she I don't know if I told you this. She come by the house one day and. Are you talking about people parking on the street? Yeah. You did tell me. Okay. I think on the podcast. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, look, it's just, it's just never been a problem yeah, for us. It's not a big deal. But I, I don't know about other. You can go, maybe you can go rile up enough right. folks and foment an insurrection. <laughs> but I'm not interested. Like it, it's just, it's not that big a deal. Well, I love my she, neighbors. She made a good point about like a fire truck not being able to get through. Mm-hmm. But I've always been like, just let the fire truck run over my car, right? And, and I, whatever damages we'll have to settle up and all that, I'm sure. But that's fine. Don't let me stop you. I think a fire truck could get through. I do too. That's about to say it's, yeah. it's a it's a really big. It's not a two. It's not a two lane. Well, it would be but a two it's lane enough yeah. for a two lane, right? Yeah, and so yeah, I think she's frustrated because her direct next door neighbor always parks on the street, like right the house right beside her, mm-hmm. and his driveway is empty. It's not like, <laughs> you know, us who have three cars. Is it because cars. there's a car in, like, the garage? Yeah, they have. Like, he's got, like, a super nice car. I see what you're I saying. I think it may be a vet in the garage or a Maserati at one time, I think, mm-hmm. and another car. And then he just parks in the street for some reason huh. in his, like, daily driver little Ford. Because he might thing. need to get out the, the yeah, super Yeah, he might nice want to get car. out the toy. He may be trying to go on a date or something and mm-hmm. have to pick a lady up because he's single. Yeah. His son is the one who came over when we first moved in and helped us put a rug down in our living room. Huh. Just came in the house like he was like, "Hey, I see you guys are new. I'm, you know, whatever. My, I don't want to say his name, and, right? Uh, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, man. Hey, we're about to put down a rug. You know, like trying to run him off. And he just walked in the house. Is like, I'll help you. <laughs> I was like, Okay, dude. Be All glad right. I'm not the Dalai Lama. <laughs> so me and him and Deidre put that rug down. So. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so we better talk about some. Yeah, movies. let's do it. What we, you got this that's week? all Bill Mead talk <laughs> to begin the first five minutes of the show. Let's see. We're gonna talk about. Uh, we're gonna talk about Pokemon, one of my favorite subjects. Uh, a lady in Mississippi who has been very naughty. Okay. And FBI messing up stuff again. 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 They're they're not doing great. Okay. Yeah. You hear about them all in the Catholic Church, right? Sometimes. They they infiltrated the Catholic Church. <laughs> the FBI has. So, nothing to be alarmed there. Well, I have a story about Fire Festival. Okay. Uh, I've got a story about Elon Musk. Uh, but I wanted to start off with this one. And it was, there were some top secret military documents that got leaked online. I'm sure you've heard about this, right? Yeah. Like, this is big news. Right. It all started off on a Minecraft server. <laughs> okay. That's good. Isn't that crazy? Uh, how, oh, how the world works in mysterious ways in an epic tale of espionage, intrigue, and Minecraft. Classified U.S. military documents found their way onto a Minecraft Discord server 
just chilling there for an entire month before finally someone took notice of them. <laughs> According to CNN, these sneaky little documents contained info on Russian casualties and Ukraine's weapon systems. They were hanging out with the virtual block building enthusiasts who were too busy constructing pixelated masterpieces to pay them any mind. How funny would it be if they were setting up this Minecraft like it was a uh, sure one of those risk boards, right? Like like you know in the movie, like yeah, all the, the generals are standing around sure. and they've got this scale model and they've yeah. got all their armies lined up and stuff. That might be kind of cool <laughs> if they were doing that in Minecraft. That would be really cool, actually. <laughs> it wasn't until a user took parts of the documents on a field trip to 4chan, ding ding ding. I've never they, heard of it. <laughs> I'm unfamiliar. <laughs> Who is this 4chan you're talking about? 4chan is this... Oh, you know what 4chan is. <laughs> sure, I, I've heard of it. It's scary and awesome and, <laughs> and creepy yeah. and interesting. It's the closest you'll ever get to doing drugs, I think. You <laughs> know, probably. Like that yes. experience of fear and excitement <laughs> and awesomeness. Yes. Constantly checking your, over your shoulder. Always worry, paranoid. <laughs> Yeah. It really makes you feel like you're 12 years old and you're trying to <laughs> watch scrambled cable. Sure. So you can see some pixelated boobs or something. I don't know if I've told you, but I've never been on the dark web. You know, right. I don't, I don't never buy. downloaded the tour browser. Yeah. I don't know how any of that works. Okay. I don't buy and sell children or drugs online or anything like that. <laughs> you I get mean, them the old fashioned yeah, way. Yeah, the old fashioned way. <laughs> I meet behind the Dollar General. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but to me, 4chan is like the purest form of the internet. Like if you want to go somewhere, if you're anti-censorship and you want to yes. go somewhere where there's none, that's where it's at. Yeah, yeah. that's where it and is. And you'll see some wild stuff. And sometimes they do like some amazing, awesome things. Absolutely. And sometimes they do some really, Absolutely. really, really questionable things. They ruin like a poor young lady's life for no reason at all. <laughs> yeah. Other than some people were bored. Yeah. But then they'll turn around and like throw some overweight dude a dance party with women. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the next thing you know, they'll name some fairy like Bodie McBoatface in Canada. Yes. We've talked too much, Donnie. We don't <laughs> okay. need we don't need to talk about it anymore. Well, someone who was, I guess, on this Minecraft Discord server, sure. they find these uh, on a good Christian Minecraft server. <laughs> they find these documents and they're like, ooh, I know where I can put these. 4chan. Uh, that's where they started to uh, pick up some steam. Discord users began to panic, worrying that they'd get into trouble for reposting the sensitive info. The original poster quickly vanished into thin air, deleting their Twitter and Discord accounts faster than you can say creeper. Oh, man. <laughs> U.S. officials suspect the documents might have been altered to make Ukrainian casualties look worse than they actually were. However, Thomas Ridd, an expert in state-backed information, doubts that a foreign country like Russia is behind this hilariously bizarre event, stating the fact that unedited and edited doctored versions of some files are available online makes me skeptical. While the mastermind behind this leak remains a mystery, I, I don't know how much longer they're going to remain a mystery because I haven't seen the documents myself, Me but either. what they were saying on breaking points when I, when I was watching their coverage of it, it was like someone took pictures of these documents, like with a phone or something. Uh, and you could see stuff in the background, like magazines and whatnot. <laughs> oh, that's not good. So the internet is yeah. gonna, I mean, 
of course, you know, the FBI or whoever, of course, they're going to find out who it is. But the Internet is probably going to find out who it is faster than they do. Right. Of course they will. Yes. Because they're really, really good at that stuff. That's what they do. I mean, Shia LaBeouf, he couldn't hide like a A a flag flag from him. (laughs) (laughs) No, not at all. (laughs) But anyway, uh, now that they've been found, they'll have to face the music. I was talking about the, the documents. As the leaked info could potentially provide Russia with valuable insights into Ukrainian military strategies. So there you go. Well, has anybody seen Edward Snowden lately? Has he been playing Minecraft? <laughs> Last time I saw him. He's in Russia, right? He was in Russia, and yeah. he was on the Joe Rogan show via like oh, like, like a, Zoom. Something like that, yeah. Huh. Well. It was over the internet. Do you consider Snowden to be a hero or a traitor? Personally, I know this is a controversial topic, but I I believe him to be a patriot personally. Oh, a patriot? Yes. Okay. For the sake of argument, I think he's a traitor. <laughs> well, you're not he alone. Had, he Many endangered people. American lives. <laughs> Many government shields would agree with you, John. <laughs> I, I Actually, here's my take on Snowden. Snowden worked for the CIA. He was a plant in the NSA. Everybody knows this. <laughs> You can read about it on 4chan. You can read about it in certain corners of the internet. (laughs) And he released all that stuff to make, you know, to undermine something the NSA was doing that the CIA was. The NSA maybe was trying to not start a coup in some third world country. (laughs) I don't know. But that's why all that went down. Everybody knows that. Well, why is he in in Russia now? I think because he's afraid of getting arrested. Yes, but what I'm saying is, like, if he did all this, hypothetically. Yeah. Playing along, if he did all this at the behest of the CIA, right. would they not have been able to find some other like patsy to put this on or something? Like, why does he got to go to Russia? Maybe he's not even in Russia. Well, it's possible, I suppose. Yeah, he may be in New York City just chilling out in the loft department, hmm. receiving a check from our government. Or but, from your tax, my tax dollars, maybe eight hundred dollars a year. I will just say this is why I will never get elected because if I was elected personally, I would pardon him day one. Oh, okay, that's, that's my opinion. Okay, yeah. maybe that's why you need to run. <laughs> I would love it. I would love it. Have you and Fetterman in our government? Nobody would want to fight us. <laughs> All everybody else on stage would be like this man. He wants to pardon a, a terrorist. Right. And I would be like, well, you're the terrorist. You're, <laughs> you're the, the one. actual terrorist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he hasn't killed anybody. He hasn't voted to kill anybody. You have. Unlawful search and seizure. Obviously, that means nothing to you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever your opinion of Snowden is, I think that he did a good thing because the more stuff we know that our government's doing, the better. Right. That's my bottom line. I'm, I'm, I'm a big transparency guy and every politician that goes in and be like, it's the most transparent administration ever. They never are. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I think, and, and, and part of it is because the old adage, you know, power corrupts and absolute sure. power corrupts. Absolutely. I absolutely believe yeah. that. Don't you think, or do you remember when, I think it was Obama who said, uh, I want every bill to be online for everybody to read before, you know, we vote on it or whatever. Mm -hmm. Never happened. That's what you say before you get elected. Yeah, before you get elected. Then you get in there and they're like, dude, man, you 
you can't do that. Do you want to be rich or not? But it's, it's Tim Dillon. I think it was Tim Dillon. He was on the Joe Rogan show and he was saying, you get elected and then they bring you in and they show you a video of the JFK assassination from an angle you've never seen before. <laughs> and then you understand that you can't do all the stuff that you were talking right. about during the primaries. <laughs> That's right. You better get it buttoned up, buddy. That's exactly right. Well, let's talk about, let's just continue to make fun of our government. <laughs> okay. Federal agents barge into the wrong Boston hotel room during a training exercise, and they handcuffed a pilot who was just, just there, right. <laughs> just hanging out. Did they think that he was in on the training exercise, and oh, then he was just a, a normal dude? No, just wait. <laughs> Uh, the FBI, along with other federal agents, probably the ATF. <laughs> and all, by the way, is the TSA, does all the TSA do is holler at you in the airport? Like, is that they're really, they only, you know, tell you to take your CPAP out and lay it up on the conveyor belt, take your shoes off? Because I don't see them doing anything else. I've been in the airport a lot lately. I don't fly enough to have a lot to oh, say yeah. about the TSA. The, I want to tell you what, they're really rude in Birmingham. Really? They were nice in Hawaii, but in Birmingham. But they're in Hawaii. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the TSA agents in Birmingham are in Birmingham. Sure. Right. They had to drive in from Fairfield to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, they entered the wrong Boston hotel room as part of a training exercise Tuesday night. Um, sources told a WBZ, WBZ reporter, Cheryl Fandaka, Fiendaka, that mistakes were made as federal or federal agents conducting a mock investigation in the middle of the night woke up an airline pilot who had no idea what was going on. They hand, you know, he probably knocked back a few drinks before he got in bed too. He's <laughs> a little tipsy. I mean, this may just be a bit of a stereotype, but they say that pilots and flight attendants they get down. Sure, I've party. heard that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. I've watched Catch Me If You Can. <laughs> the documentary, Catch yes. Me If You Can. Uh, well, they handcuffed the man and interrogated him for nearly an hour before realizing their mistake, sources said. So they had him handcuffed for an hour. He's like, I don't know what's going on, guys. I'm an airline pilot. I have a flight that I have to be at at 8 a.m. in the morning. And the, and the, and the law enforcement officials... Are thinking they're trying just to figure out. All. They're right. trying to figure out the scenario. <laughs> like, what's well, how do how are we going to get this out of him? Is this a terrorist plot? You know, <laughs> I team sources say late Tuesday night, FDI, FBI, and Department of Defense agents banged on the door of room fifteen oh five, demanding to be let in. A Delta Airlines pilot who was a guest at the hotel was sleeping inside, woke up and opened the door. Agents barged in, handcuffed the man who's in his late thirties and interrogated him and put him in the shower. Dang. It was more than 45 minutes before they took off the handcuffs, realized their mistake, and apologized. You know, that had to be a... We're we're sorry, sir. We're going to uncuff you now. We thank you for serving your country. (laughs) But before we do, we're going to need you to sign these papers. (laughs) (laughs) Sources say the agent were conducting the training operation as a mock interrogation for a DOD department deployment. Um, Hotel security was notified about the incident and contacted the police. What about the fake dude is like sitting in a (laughs) hotel room just waiting? He's like, where? 
I figured they'd be here by now. He's got his little clipboard. He's like, I'm going to write them the worst (laughs) review. (laughs) Uh, EMS was called to evaluate the pilot who refused treatment. Uh, He should have took treatment. He might could have got a lawsuit out of it. I'd immediately (laughs) been like, my neck and back are hurting. (laughs) He's like, lay out on the floor. You guys threw me in a shower. Yeah, right. Y'all rough handled me and everything. Um, Pilot said he needed to speak with his employer before commenting. Uh, The FBI released a statement uh, to the questions, which is exactly what you would expect them to say. Hey, we went to the wrong room, (laughs) detain an individual. Thankfully, nobody was injured. They had to throw that in there because he (laughs) refused treatment. (laughs) Always take the treatment. Just in case. Yeah, right. Yeah. I get a little bitty fender bender. I'm like, oh, they need to get, a, get an ambulance out here. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Boston Police Department uh, was called and responded to the scene to confirm this was indeed a training exercise. Safety is always a priority of the FBI, and we take these incidents very seriously. The Boston Division is reviewing the incident with the DOD for further action as deemed appropriate. So. A 25-year veteran, his name is Vic Hartman of the FBI, said the training exercise in public doesn't make sense to him. Night arrests are unusual, so why would you train for a night arrest at 10 p.m.? It's unusual. There could be a justification for it. It's just not apparent to me on the surface. So clearly they were probably trying to arrest somebody new or somebody that needed to be arrested. Mm. They busted around and they're like, Hey, we're just training, guys. It's just training. <laughs> we're all training here. We don't want you to know who we're probably trying to get Trump. Now I think about it. We're probably this is trying to Trump's bring him personal in. Personal airline pilot. That's right. It's private jet. Trump jet. Yeah. <laughs> the FBI. I have not been very pleased <laughs> with with uh, my tax dollars and no, they're and how they dropping been. the ball. Yes, they they are not. The super cool alien busting agents that I thought they were back in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, they uh, they need some rehab. They need to allow people to get drunk, like the Nebraska cops we talked about last week. Help their image out. I feel like they just need to go ahead and like start. They need to just shut down the FBI. I mean, you can't shut down the FBI, but they need to rebrand it to something else. Yeah. Like someone, they need to come out and be like, whoever, whoever the president is needs to be like, well, we're going to start this new branch all over. That's going to handle investigation, space force, (laughs) space investigations. (laughs) I never hear anything out of space force. Do you think it's because they're in outer space all the time? (laughs) I, I really don't know. I feel like it's probably because they're. Doing some super hush hush stuff, possibly. Yeah, I think it's wild. Trump got out of there. Was like, hey, guess what, guys? New branch of service. <laughs> We're just create. I'm the president. I can do that. Well, now, I, and look, I'm not a expert. Like, I'm not like an expert on foreign policy or sure. strategy or. But based on what little reading I've done, I think we did need a space force. It was, yeah, I don't have any doubt that it was probably necessary. Yeah, everyone. It conjures images in your imagination of starship troopers. It's not that, but it's basically just our military, I think, is something like 80 or 90% dependent on satellite data. Right. If if our satellites cease to work, if they get hacked or taken over or put out of commission or whatever, yeah. our military is screwed sure. on the battlefield. You're assuming we live on a globe, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it's my 
understanding that that's what Space Force was about. It was about satellite data and protecting that infrastructure. Sure. And the rods of God <laughs> and, well, and all the other weapons we have up there. That's cool to think about. Yeah. Which is cool. I mean, it was whatever. I just think it's wild. President Trump just got was like, new branch of service, guys. And half the country is immediately like, that's stupid. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> absolutely <laughs> hates it. I don't like I, Space Force is not a good name. I don't know what you could call it that would be cooler than that, but I don't like the name Space Force. Hmm. <laughs> Gundam. <laughs> Who are the mobile suit Gundam? <laughs> we could be the Klingons. Okay, now that's cool. Yeah, I don't even know that much about Star Wars, but I know the Klingons. They got those big foreheads. Yeah, yeah. I uh, like a big forehead, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, well, John, let's talk about Elon Musk. Okay, let's talk about him. <laughs> I'm one of your favorite people. Are you going to play his theme song? <laughs> you we know haven't what? used it in a long time. I'm going to dig that up. Yes, here it is, right here. <laughs> but eventually you can transform Mars into an Earth-like planet. The fast way uh, and the slow way. The fast way is, is drop thermonuclear weapons over the pole. You're a super villain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know if the Lord could have given us a more entertaining billionaire <laughs> to watch. <laughs> Than Elon Musk. I mean, I don't. He's he's not perfect. I don't agree with everything he's done. No, I know that he's made a lot of people mad. He's made a lot of babies <laughs> with a lot of different people. He's done that yeah. too. And here lately, he is going like he's he's in goblin mode. He's okay. going full on goblin mode. Well, I saw a clip of him today where he was in goblin mode <laughs> with a reporter. Yes. So yeah, it was funny. It was very funny. He's almost got, it's like he's been watching Nick Saban press conferences. (laughs) I saw some people on Twitter complaining about him having like a a 13 year old sense of humor. You Mm -hmm. know, they were like, you would think that's what makes him great. Well, I was just like, (laughs) that stuff's funny. You know, like it's funny, ironically, even if you don't think the actual 69 420 joke's funny. Right. Know? Just somebody <laughs> saying that like they are 13 is funny. I was like, so it's funny on a few different levels. And I was like, you guys just seem like nerds that can't take a joke. So what all is he doing this week? It started with him getting stuck with a class action lawsuit. Are you familiar with Dogecoin? Yes. It's this internet meme joke yes. cryptocurrency. Yes, you that, probably own a lot of it, right? I actually don't have any of okay. it. Okay. I'm I'm not a huge believer in Dogecoin, but it's fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I will not lie. He's a big fan. He's over the years, he's like pumped it. He's tweeted about it. And it pumps every time he mentions it. Right. And there's been a class action lawsuit. I don't know how good the lawsuit is, but it's been brought against him for him manipulating the price of the cryptocurrency. Oh, uh, okay. His lawyers have been trying to get this thrown out. As they were trying to get this case thrown out, he changed the Twitter logo to the Doge logo <laughs> and pumped the artificially sure. pumped the price of the crypto right. over the weekend while he was while his lawyers hmm. were trying to get this case thrown out. I wonder though if he's doing it in public. You know, it's not like he's doing something behind the scenes. Is it against the law? Like, if I come out and go, hey, Coca-Cola's great, and you go buy some stock and it goes up, Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean I'm 
artificially inflating the price of the stock, right? Well, uh, I'm yeah, sure it's more technical than say, that. People, some people would probably say that's the case because I mean, when it comes to money, people get really, really, really. Yeah, and there's all know, kind of weird rules over all that stuff <laughs> yes. too. He he got a he got fined from the SEC when he tweeted out that he was going to take Tesla private hmm. and that funding had been secured. Now he didn't take Tesla private. I don't know if the funding was or was not secured. Right, but that inflated that like when he said that on Twitter, like the the stock just went through the roof, and he huh. got a fine. He got fined over that. But can he not just say, "Hey, I like Dogecoin"? Well, say, so is he? I'm going to do this SNL sketch about Dogecoin. Right? Is he an owner in Dogecoin? He says he is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there maybe that's maybe the rub. Mm-hmm. You know, because I could see that with Tesla because right. he's an owner. He probably has a very large stake in it. Instead of being like, I bought a bunch of Dogecoin. It's funny to me to you know talk about it and watch the price go up and go down. But to I mean, again, if I was to log on to Binance right now and yeah. buy two hundred dollars of Dogecoin and then come out here on this podcast that's so huge and everyone loves right and talk about how great I think Doge is and then it pumps up and then I sell a bunch. Yeah. Are they gonna come after me? Probably. No. <laughs> no, because you don't own this the part of the coin. You know, well like, nobody does though. Well, yeah. So okay. So I thought he might be like a he, he has a lot it. of Doge. Okay, but Dogecoin being a blockchain technology, it is decentralized. Right. It has no. See, no, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know yeah, all yeah. that stuff. Like, like no one's in charge. The right. miners are in charge, and well, then, the miners yeah. are decentralized. Well, what can you do if somebody comes out and goes, "I like this," and other people get on board and buy? It. I guess you get enough people together and go to a lawyer, yeah. and the lawyer's like, "Oh yes, let's suit Elon Musk." Yeah, he's got billions of dollars. We'll get something. He's out got of some it. money. I would yeah. like some. Let's do it. Well, so he does that. Yeah. <laughs> then he has NPR labeled state media on their, on their right. profile page. That's how he did it to the BBC, too. Did it to the BBC. Well, yeah. then he, he goes back and he changed it to something like state, partially state-funded media. <laughs> because everyone was like, it's not state media. And he was like, okay, state-funded media. Yeah, right. Because like, te- yeah. technically right. it is. I think they say they get like 89%. Uh, of their funding from private donations, NPR says that. Yeah, they'll they'll say that only a small percentage of their funding comes from the government, but, but then, then they'll they, turn around and say that that little bit is vital to yeah. their operations. Well, I mean, do you want to take a ten percent pay cut? No, I don't. Exactly. So, <laughs> Doesn't matter where it's. Do you want so to make I'm that up? Say whatever grass? that ten percent funder wants me to say. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, you want to pick up a bunch more yards to make up that ten percent? Yes. No, you're gonna you're gonna fall. I'm in just line. gonna come out and say Edward Snowden is a terrorist. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and you want to keep the borders open. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he did it to the BBC, and then <laughs> to top it all off, supposedly Twitter's headquarters in San Francisco. He's had like this sheet or something that was like over the W, so it said like Titter. I saw that. Well, I did see a picture of that, but I realized what was going on. Well, people got to complaining about that, so he had the the W painted. Huh. <laughs> he took down the the covering and he just went ahead and painted it. He painted over it. Okay, so that's it's still there. <laughs> yes. Okay. Nice. Uh, this comes from the no, the New York Post. Elon Musk arran- arranged for the W in the Twitter sign hanging outside the company's San Francisco headquarters to be painted white so that it blends into the background, leaving the word titter to be displayed. Uh, our landlord at San Francisco HQ says we're legally required to keep 
the sign as Twitter and cannot remove the W, so we painted it the background color. Problem solved. Musk, the new CEO who acquired the company for $44 billion last fall, tweeted on Sunday. In a subsequent tweet, he joked, they tried to muffle our titter. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I love to watch Elon sure. Musk. Yeah. On Monday, he also changed the name that appears on his Twitter fro- profile to Harry Boyles. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a 13-year-old sense of humor. Forever. I, I don't want to apologize for it either. If I had a billion dollars, I'd be doing this too. <laughs> yeah. Well, how does he run three companies, though? That's what I want to know. Or four or five, how many ever he's involved That's a with. good question. I know, if which everyone, people forget, People forget that several months back, he said that he was going to – he had he did twi- a Twitter polls, what he did. Should I step down as CEO right. of Twitter? I will abide by the results of the poll. The yes, like, they went out slightly with, like, 50-something percent. Right. And as far as I know, he hadn't since stepped mm-hmm. down yet. That's probably – uh, that. this is what people like you who – Jerk off Elon Musk all the time would <laughs> would say that was how he he caught all the bots on Twitter. Ah, uh. <laughs> yeah, that's how he he found out where all the bots were so he could get them off platform. I think I voted no too, not because I don't like Elon Twitter. I actually do like it, but yeah. I thought that his time would probably better be spent trying to send rockets to yeah, Mars. Let's get us to Mars, man. Make cheaper electric vehicles. Yeah, get us to Mars. I don't care about electric vehicles, but get us to Mars. Well, anyway, uh, anyway, it, it it just goes on and on. But yeah, he's um, <laughs> he's just goofing. Yes. That's really what it seems like. He just wakes up and plays on Twitter all day. Yeah, I think he. I mean, when he bought Twitter, this was all about this is about free speech, and right. there, there may have been some something to that, but. I think really he just likes Twitter. He just likes to goof <laughs> he just, off. He just wanted to troll the world with it. If I if you were this rich, if I was, this is what I would do. Let's see if you would. If I was Elon, I would uh, hire someone just to type my tweets for for me. Like right. I just like they could follow me around all day, and I'd be yeah. like, let's make a titty joke. And, you know, <laughs> tell them to type it out and press in because that would save a ton of time. Yeah. So. Maybe he does that. Well, he's got that Neuralink. Are you remember, familiar oh, with that? Oh, does he actually wear that? No, 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 no. But I mean, they're just there's right now. There is this is all R and D. Okay, but it's some. It's going to be some. Supposedly, it's going to allow us to just with our mind like interface with technology. Right. You know, the initial application will be someone who's disabled. Sure. But eventually, he's saying that we'll be able to like. Think our tweets and stuff like that. I don't like that. It's kind of scary. Oh, he's antichrist. Remember when I tried to get that fired up? He's clearly the antichrist. Here you go. Yeah. Well, because then when you get your Neuralink in and AI takes over your Neuralink, it's over with. Mm-hmm. You're just a meat suit that has no free will. Right. So you're a Calvinist. <laughs> Look, the odds of humor for y'all. Oh, he also broke up with Matt Taibbi. Did you see all that? No. Yes. There he (laughs) is. They had him break up. (laughs) They did. They were like Batman and Commissioner Gordon, but (laughs) they are no more. Well, they have a falling out over. Well, Substack, which is the the platform that allows journalists to gain a following and, and not have to rely on. A job nine to five at the times or whatever. Right. 
uh, they ro- they were rolling out an app called Notes that was very similar to Twitter. Ah. And Elon did not like that. Sure. So he uh, he disallowed journalists to share their Substack links on Twitter. Huh. He, he then like Matt Taibbi was like, "Hey, y'all, what y'all about I can't speech? I can't promote my stuff anymore. Right. So I guess I'm I'm not going to be on Twitter anymore." And Elon Musk unfollowed him. <laughs> <laughs> and there's been some flare-ups since then, too. So These are grown men we're talking about. <laughs> yes. I mean, I get Taibi's point. He's like, hey, man. Oh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm on Taibi's side I need my money. This. Yeah. And you're Mr. Big Free Speech guy. You know, what's up? Yeah. And also, you're a businessman, so you know competition is part of the thing. You know, let's work together on this. Oh, know. also, <laughs> Elon Musk, he tweeted – a text exchange that he had with Matt Taibbi where Matt Taibbi texted him and was like, Hey, you're, you're blocking my tweets because I work for a competing company. And Elon Musk was like, Oh, so you work for the competing company. And he was like, well, I'm employed by the people who follow me on Substack, And I did have some kind of like, uh, what do they call it? Um, the first, when he first went to Substack, he had like a year of exclusivity or something. Okay. Which that's up now. Yeah. But he was just saying, look, I mean, I, <laughs> I did all this for you, man. Yeah, you right. came to me and now you're going to like block all of my yeah. stuff. I had to go sit in Congress and have yeah. them grill me. You know, yeah. Have a bunch of retard. <laughs> that's the wrong word. I'm sorry. You're disabled, John. <laughs> <laughs> have a bunch of dummies, you know. Ask him questions for three or four hours. Yeah. That's punishment enough. Yeah, I don't know. I would probably, if I was Substack, I'd be like, hey, Elon, buy us and we'll integrate with Twitter. You know, we can be the journalistic <laughs> arm of Twitter. You've spent $44 billion. Yeah. <laughs> what's another few million? Yeah, what's, what's a little bit more? Yeah, come on. That's, what that's pennies to you. And maybe that's what Elon's trying to get at, is I'll have a you know a, an in-house news thing made up of independent journalists. Well, I saw another article that supposedly uh, someone broke the story that Twitter is technically under the new ownership of like X Corp or something. Okay. So I don't know. Everyone pointed to like this tweet that Elon made back when he first acquired it said that acquiring Twitter was the first step to creating X, the everything app. Okay. Well, apparently legally, according to like, court filings and all this other stuff. Twitter is owned. I mean, it's owned by Elon, but it's through something he set up called X Corp. Yeah. And we all, we all want to know what that is. That's like Earth Oddity Podcast is owned by John Long Industries. (laughs) I created all that without. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Tiny, you love Pokemon, right? (laughs) There was a phase. (laughs) You know, I'm anti-Pokemon. Yes. Although I have one child who, Thomas, Gosh, I love him, but <laughs> he's just a nerd. He can't help it. He got he's gonna be in the Macy's Day Parade in thanks at Thanksgiving. So that's cool. Wearing a Charmander costume. Yeah. All right. So you love Pokemon. Thomas loves Pokemon. And a teen who loves Pokemon was booted out of a tournament. You want to guess why? Uh, because he tried to use Mewtwo. Okay. <laughs> Level 99 Mewtwo. <laughs> I have no idea what that means other than virginity. <laughs> but no, he laughed when they asked him what his pronoun preferred pronouns were. Huh? Yeah. 
This is from Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> he should have answered uh, a Gyarados. <laughs> Diglett. <laughs> I don't get those jokes. A teenager who plays the Pokemon trading card game, TCG. <laughs> okay. At a high competitive level, was reportedly disqualified from a tournament after he laughed when an official asked for his pronouns. Marconi Tran, who was out... <laughs> $800. Well, now that you said his name, I'm worrying, wondering about his pronouns myself. A couple of flights and missed school time after, excuse me, after he offended a non-binary Pokemon TCG judge, cutting his tournament run prematurely short for a bizarre reason, according to Dextero. The teenager says in a twit longer post that he never meant to offend anyone and was close to tears when he disqualified. <laughs> I bet. I bet he was crying. <laughs> oh, man, little nerd. The Charlotte-based tournament was live-streaming the TCG match online, and when Tan- Tran approached the live-streaming booth for his match, he said he was stopped by a judge who asked for his preferred pronouns. Tran says that he was set to face off against one of the United States' best Pokemon players. Ooh, who's that? Alex Shimonsky. Oh, no, not Alex Shimonsky. Yeah. And his nerves had him laughing awkwardly. Huh. So he's just nervous, man. He's about to go. He's about to get on the field with Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> he should have said, I was not laughing at yeah. the trans judge. Okay. Yeah. I was laughing at her stupid blue hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's good because I was thinking Adam's apple is where <laughs> that was going. To, that joke was going to end. We respect all people you know, on this podcast, Tiny. Every one of them. Or is it we respect none of them? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I like that one. Uh, so Tran, the contestant, says, on our way over to the stream area, the judge asked us for our preferred pronouns. I said, um, he, her, uh, and I paused trying to think of a third pronoun. <laughs> he, her. <laughs> and I just stood there looking stupid trying to think of a third pronoun. I felt embarrassed because I was fa- failing to think of a simple word. Due to nerves and me being embarrassed, I let out a little laugh, just a normal nervous laugh. My response together ended up being, uh, he, her, uh, ha, ha, his, trans ad. That's it. That's all I said. After, and they're like, no, <laughs> you, you, you are shall hereby, not pass. You are hereby stripped of all your gym badges <laughs> and over your deck. You're out, buddy. You got to walk away with that little red and white hat they always wear. That he has on. Uh, after reaching the stream area, Tran says that he and Shimonsky again were asked for their preferred pronouns. And again, Tran says he laughed nervously when answering. Tran said in his Twitter longer post that he has zero issue with people's pronouns and how they choose to identify and express themselves. That's the stance of just about everybody except by your crazy (laughs) uncles on Facebook. Tran adds that he never had issues with it and never will because at the end of the day, it's their choice and it doesn't affect my life. As long as people are happy, I'm happy. However, the judge who was asking for trans preferred pronouns took offense to the laughter, according to the young Pokemon TCG player. Okay, just wanted to check to be safe, trans said the judge told him. I go by they, them, so don't be a jerk about it, the judge allegedly added. This is 
<laughs> You're getting a little testy. <laughs> getting a little testy. Getting his nose ring in a twist. Uh, time. <laughs> getting their nose ring in a twist. <laughs> that was good. That was proper. You know, I have trouble with all this. We've talked about Demi Lovato. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I can't get it down. Uh, Trent. Okay. Time out. I don't want to offend anybody. Sure. I want to I want to do everything I can to be at peace with all men and women, like I Paul s- said we're supposed to be. Yeah. I don't want to start any fights with anyone. Right. But y'all are going to have to just have a little bit of grace, okay? <laughs> right. We've we- been calling everybody boys and girls for, for forever. Thousands of years. <laughs> yeah. We can't and break what, out of a it. A few years ago, now we got to change all this. You're just yeah. going to have to Give us a chance, yeah, okay? Real. We were working through Calm a pandemic down. when all this started. You know, we had a lot of things going on. Yeah. The Kyle Rittenhouse was shooting people <laughs> up. There was a pandemic. <laughs> all of that. Just, just bear with us. We're trying our best. We're dumb rednecks, you just know? Just chillax. Yeah. Come chillax. on. Yeah, be cool. We're trying to reverse thousands of years of habits, <laughs> yes. okay? We're doing our best. Uh, I know how terribly... You have been like persecuted over the years. Yeah. Get your picture on Bud Light cans. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see my meme I made about that? Yes. I made that. I thought it up myself. This is stupid. It's the same anger. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, Trans says judge approached the, the judges approached the two players. The final moments of one clip video stream show that both Tran and Shoemake were left confused by the judges' interruptions of the match. That's when they kicked him out. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you got to leave, buddy. You're being mean to they over there. <laughs> <laughs> for nervously laughing. Yeah, for them over there. Yes. Yeah. For them, your mama and them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that'd be my pronouns mama and them <laughs> mama and them yeah surely some rednecks already made that joke like mm-hmm. the the southern mama guy or whatever he's had to make that joke yeah yeah um so anyways this dude's kicked out this is a really much longer article than it needed to be he sounds like a big baby he set up a GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> of course <laughs> GoFundMe's gonna cancel it <laughs> <laughs> sure absolutely for hate speech yes <laughs> well, look, I would like to welcome... All of this is so dumb. Yeah. All of it. Well, I would like to welcome Mr. Tran into the Southern Baptist Church. <laughs> yes. And the Republican Party. Yeah. Yeah. And he could probably hang out with Kid Rock now if he wants to. So, good for and him. And that last name, <laughs> that throws me for a That's loop, a too. One. That's a t- all it needs is to be plural, and it gets real confusing. <laughs> or possessive. Yeah. Yeah. Be really, really confusing. <clears throat> Well, John, I know what a big concert goer you are. <laughs> I do enjoy a concert. <laughs> yes. I do. There's a great one getting a lot of buzz on Twitter. Okay. It's called the Fire Festival Ooh. 2. Okay. The sequel. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yes. I love it. Uh, Fire Festival 2 is finally happening, says convicted fraudster Billy McFarland. <laughs> this is... Uh, as far as I know, is this the only concert, the Fire Festival, the first one? In case you haven't been paying attention, Fire yeah. Festival One, I think, is the only music concert to get not one but two yeah, mainstream two documentaries yeah. made about what a nightmare right. it was. Remember the dude talking about he was going to like go down on a guy to get some water? 
<laughs> for the <laughs> festival. Something about Eli, that. I don't remember if it was go down. It could have been hand stuff. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's the only thing I remember about it. Well, now there's going to be another one. The founder of the disastrous Fire Festival, a 2017 music festival that was canceled during its opening weekend, leaving attendees stranded and starving on a remote island in the Bahamas with no musical performances. They couldn't even get like a dude with a kazoo, like (laughs) some local guy on the street to go up there and and play something. They could have got us. We could have came down to the live (laughs) show. We could have done that show. Yeah. (laughs) He says he wants to have another go at running the event. Billy McFarlane, who served four years in prison after being convicted of wire fraud for his role in securing financing for the original festival, tweeted on Monday that Fire Festival 2 is finally happening. (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) Which the rest of the internet was like, please, Lord, no. (laughs) (laughs) Not again. Responding to a commenter who replied, tell me why you shouldn't be in jail, he says that he alluded to the fact that he still owes creditors $26 million, saying that it's the best in, it's in the best interest of those I owe money to for me to be working. That, and he served his time. Yeah. So he makes a point. Yeah, he's, but, he's put his time in. But you probably need to go... Get someone else to, and you probably don't call yeah. it fire festival. No, call it I don't know anything else. <laughs> well, if you got a brand though, <laughs> I want to stick with it. But yeah, he he needs to be like in medical sales or something, just paying this debt off. Right. Yeah. The original festival was a fiasco that resulted in multiple lawsuits, prison time for its founder, and two highly successful streaming documentaries that chronicled the chaos. Promoted as two transformative weekends on a remote island in the Bahamas featuring the best in food, art, music, and adventure, and the ability for guests to mingle with celebrities, the event turned out to be a dud with no musical performances or celebrity guests at all. (laughs) Ticket holders arrived to find workers were still preparing the site for the festival, which was a car park next to a Sandals resort instead of a private island once owned by Pablo Escobar. <laughs> if you watch that first video that they put out, like advertising it, it looked pretty looked dope. Like it's going to be cool. Yeah, like only yeah. the richest of people are going to get to yeah. go to this. And then it was <laughs> it was All nothing. he had to do was pull it off, you know? He didn't. I know, he was just too busy partying, right? I don't know what the deal was. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm sure throwing an event like this is hard, Especially in another country. But, I mean, Woodstock happened. And that was just some hippie that pulled that off, right? I've been to fish festivals with like 80,000, 90,000 people in the Mm -hmm. middle of a swamp in Florida, you know? And that's one band pulled that off for three days. Right. So it could be done. Says, instead of luxury villas, as had been promised, guests who paid up to $12,000 were provided with storm and damaged FEMA tents with wet mattresses inside. <laughs> so, the event quickly deteriorated as a social media savvy attendees live tweeted their experience, including waiting in long lines for registration, fighting over insufficient tents, being provided with inadequate and poorly poor quality meals, and being locked in an airport terminal without food, water, or air conditioning. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Event organizers blamed poor weather and circumstances out of our control for the inability to have the festival, uh, the festival's physical infrastructure in place on time. It was later revealed that the festival's top musical acts 
had pulled out in the days prior to the event due to a lack of payment. I mean, <laughs> well, that'll get you. That'll get you. I think the first thing you need to have is investors and not spend that money on cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what happened. Which, you know, if I was a kid, I would have done the same thing too. Man. He's like, oh, well, let's see what happens. Anyway, it, it goes on and on about it. But, you know, there's, like they said, it, if if you have Netflix, just watch the documentary. Yeah. And if you don't have Netflix, but you have Hulu, watch the other documentary sure, right. that they made. I don't think I would buy a ticket for this. No, me either. I'm not cut out for festival life anymore. We went to the first Bonnaroo, and that, I was like, I, I can't do it anymore. I'm out of it. Yeah, back in my early 20s, I used to go to concerts. Sure. But I can't play a show I went. The last show I was going to go to was three doors down. They were Ooh. coming to the amphitheater yeah. just down here. And we were all going to go. And then, like, all of a sudden, my brother-in-law was like, hey, this other band, Need to Breathe, they're going to be doing a show at the Bama Theater the same night. Oh, yeah, he's a big Need and to so Breathe And so we're going to go see them. And then immediately my wife and everybody else was like, well, we're going to go to that show. <laughs> You're like, I don't want to go to three doors down alone. I was like, that, that band sucks. <laughs> I don't want to go to that show. They suck. I don't want to go listen to Christian Coldplay. <laughs> I want to go listen to Kryptonite. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then my boss after i had like asked for that that night off like she wouldn't let me have off anyway oh, and so um, i haven't been to any concert since and i loathe need to breathe i don't know if they're still making music i don't that. either uh, i will never i will forever hate that band because <laughs> i blame it, they had nothing to do with it but i blame them for, for ruining everything st- stealing away all yeah. my friends who were going to go with me to see three doors down and then also me having to work that night it's their fault well i've been to several concerts since bonnaroo i just haven't been to a festival mm-hmm. so i i love a concert it's fine me and hudson are going this summer to uh see the deck deck company pay way more money than i needed to for that <laughs> i'm not even really pumped well i mean we'll have a good time i love the dead the dead company is just a bunch of old people and john mayer essentially it's fun my wife liked it so went to a jimmy buffett show in gulf shores that was fun oh yeah that's right i forgot you like jimmy buffett <laughs> well i can listen to almost anything live yeah you know oh, i much prefer live music yes I put on a live album every time before I put on. In fact, the only band that I think I wouldn't be able to listen to live is probably Need to Breathe. <laughs> That's the only show I would just walk out on and be like, no. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I don't know. Like, you could play a Need to Breathe song now. I couldn't pick them out. I, I have no mm-hmm. idea. I've listened to them a couple times. Once with Jared, I, once with your brother-in-law, I think, <laughs> yeah. when we were playing guitar. But uh, I was just like, no. That well, ain't rock and roll. The, well, the truth is, I, I don't know if I could really pick him out either. Yeah. But the minute someone told me that was Need to Breathe, you I would be like, this sucks. Or you turn into Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> you start throwing cars around and stuff. Good for you. I'm glad you're anti-Need to Breathe. Yeah. It's fun being against stuff sometimes. Went to their YouTube page, downvoted all their videos. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, how about this? Earth Oddity audience, I don't care if you like them or you don't. Yeah, do me a favor. Go, go to go to their go download them. Go to their YouTube channel and download them. If they don't make, <laughs> they haven't made music in like eight years or something, and then some guys like we get a lot of downvotes, <laughs> but they're all like downvotes. Yeah, what's going on? 
just downvoting everything. This obscure podcast out of Alabama <laughs> is like they, waging a hate, hate what is a uh, uh, war on us. What's the whole? What's the Muslim holy war? What they call it? A fatwa, jihad, <laughs> a jihad. <laughs> yeah, yeah a jihad against it. <laughs> the earth oddity jihadist. That's how the FBI ends up infiltrating this podcast. <laughs> When their AI yes. picks up on those words. Yeah. Well, it'll make an excellent Netflix documentary one day. I'm surprised there hadn't been a Vice article about podcasts being the breeding grounds of extremist right-wing <laughs> politics and stuff. Speaking of right-wing politics, uh, I am... Are you familiar with the kid, the children's show, Bluey? I know about Bluey, okay. but I don't know Bluey. I have a five-year-old, sure. So I've I've watched a fair bit. I've put in my time, right? And I will say that as far as kids shows goes, I think this is the best kids show. Okay, that's and because Bluey is so awesome, I was actually part of a Bluey like meme page on Facebook. So every now and again, there'd be like a, a cute, a cutesy, family-friendly Bluey meme that would right. pop across my timeline. Well. Over the weekend, John, right-wing trolls have completely taken over this meme page. (laughs) (laughs) And it has been so fun to watch. I've seen memes of, like, Bandit. Bandit's the dad. I've seen, like, memes of him, like, shooting a banana at BLM (laughs) riders in Kenosha. (laughs) I've seen Bluey, like... uh, Oh, just do all kinds of stuff. It is so funny. Invite me to the group, please. <laughs> <laughs> or like moms and stuff commenting like outraged. Yeah, they're like, saying, how is this happening? And I, I got to be honest, like the memes, they're okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're kind of mediocre. The funny thing is that everyone in the comments are just absolutely livid <laughs> because the admins won't do nothing about it. Like the admins are like, well, hey, we're getting all this new traffic. Sure, right. And we're just going to let it ride. Let's let this ride out. <laughs> so they're just letting it happen. Uh, I love it. It's so funny. At least Justin Bieber's not dying in there all the time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That I probably know where that originated at. <laughs> I don't know anything about Bluey though. Uh let's see. What about Blippy? You know Blippy? Yeah, I'm I'm my son, he went through like a blippy phase. Yeah. Not, not a huge fan, but I'm aware. Fan. Yes. Okay. I've heard talk of that, that mm-hmm. one too. So, all right. Well, before we talk about the next show, children, you need to tune away. <laughs> I've already said several offensive things. <laughs> you made it this far. Please tune away. Yes. All right. Or at the very least, put in your headphones. The only reason I'm doing this story is to make fun of Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A $25,000 bond set for Jones County woman charged for filming sexual acts with an animal. Oh. There you go. One of those. Yeah. It's a lot funnier when it's a guy that gets caught doing it, <laughs> by the way. I mean, it's, it's funny regardless. Yeah. But I'm just glad it's Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> Denise Nicole Frazier, 19 of Laurel. That's where that hometown show all y'all ladies likes from. Weird stuff going down in Laurel. I hate to say this, but when you said Denise, Mm -hmm. I immediately know exactly what she looks like in my head. (laughs) Um, Made her first appearance Thursday afternoon in Jones County 
uh, justice court where a bomb was set by a judge. Judge Grant Hedgepith also ordered that Frazier stay away from animals until after her <laughs> trial. I would say that's solid. <laughs> yeah. A- a- and maybe forever. Yeah. <laughs> Just till after the trial. The Jones County Sheriff's Department arrested Frazier on Norton Road in the Myrick community on a charge of unnatural intercourse. That's how all of mine are. <laughs> and aggravated animal cruelty. According to the Sheriff's Department, it received a complaint from a concerned resident regarding a graphic video posted to a social media channel depicting the act between a human female and a male dog. There you go. On Facebook. (laughs) I guess, or TikTok. It It just said social media. Oh, it just said social media. Could have been Twitter. Oh, man. Snapchat, probably. Snapchat's a big culprit, I would think. (laughs) Um the Sheriff's Department said uh, it's in the initial investigation phase, but has found no evidence that Frazier was threatened or coerced to participate in these acts on videos. It's been the first thing I said. Somebody <laughs> broke in my house. They were holding a gun to me right off camera, and they were making me do this, and then they left. <laughs> and I can't give you a description of them. They had on they masks. Wearing masks. They had on masks. And red MAGA hats. That's right. <laughs> they said this is Trump country and ran out of the trailer. <laughs> they put a noose around my neck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> disturbing, extremely disturbing videos that I can't even wrap my head around, said lead investigator Sergeant J.D. Carter. I mean... You can wrap your head around, not the reasoning behind it. I imagine it was doggy style, you know? We can wrap our head around it, right? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't understand the mindset that would ever drive somebody to do that. It's called extremely horny. It gets a lot of people in a lot of bad situations. Uh, the claim of being threatened and forced to conduct those videos, as she claimed, there's no evidence to be f- su- found supporting that idea. And yeah, we did look into it. Uh, officials say three separate dogs were seen on the video. <laughs> they were lined up single file. <laughs> and all animals are now in a safe place getting medical help. <laughs> they said they're very depressed. <laughs> Extremely depressed. Uh, Carter said he's never worked a case like this before. Uh, We've never dealt with this particular type of case before, Carter said. Uh, There are really no true words to describe it other than disgusting. So right now, we're still in that initial phase, right past the first part of it, where we're going to look at it to see if there's more. Um, Some videos, uh, the Sheriff's Department said, could have been made in other counties um, the counties have been alerted and more charges may be added. So do you think she's one of those ladies who calls her pets fur baby? <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> I don't, I, I think you might be spot on with that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, got well, a sign in her minivan yeah. that says a uh, puppy on board or something. <laughs> If she gets knocked up by one of them, the good news is the pit bull will eat the offspring. (laughs) And when you said pit bull, you're talking about the rapper. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Worldwide, baby. (laughs) 
<laughs> of course, that's who I'm talking about. <laughs> Pitbull kind of fell off, you know. He he was on top of the world for a while. I don't see nothing out of him. Maybe he just made his money. Maybe he's like, made his money and he's yeah, out. I was going to hang out with hot chicks for the rest of my life. Yeah, I like. Uh, I, I thought he was cool. He. Uh, I, I don't know. That's like cool. Well, what I'm saying is. Like his his personality, yeah. Like four chan, they sent him to a Walmart <laughs> in Alaska, and he just rolled with it. He yeah. went and he did the he concert. Did it. Yeah, yeah, he did it. I know. So. I remember. <laughs> yeah, he won over a lot of people with yeah, that. Yeah, he could have been like Taylor Swift and like you yes. know went to social media complaining about all these people ruining her events for her fans. <laughs> but no, he just went there. He just went there and did the show. Right. Well, I'm. I'm a Taylor Swift fan because she's her army has found out what all concert goers have known forever is that Ticketmaster sucks. <laughs> right. So maybe something will happen with Ticketmaster and them jacking up prices, buying tickets from themselves and reselling them on the secondary market. Mm-hmm. All that's been going on for forever, but nobody knows because they're going to need to breathe concerts. <laughs> at the Bama Theater. <laughs> at the Bama Theater. I've seen some good concerts at the Bama Theater, by the way. I don't think I've been there since, uh, <laughs> I think we went there in third grade. Okay. To watch uh, Pirates of Penzance or something. Sure. <laughs> okay. Last time I was in the Bama Theater. Well, uh, we got to talk about our secondary sponsor first. <laughs> We're talking Tiny's Lawn Care. <laughs> if you need... Lawn service done in a greater... And pressure washing. Yes, in the greater northwest Alabama region. Tiny, Tiny's Lawn Care and Pressure Washing will be happy to do it. Uh, call in for an appointment, 662-489-2059. Yeah. All right. Also, we want to thank our sponsor, <laughs> World Famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com, where you can order the spice right there on Cajun Curl. It's created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Paris, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on them will change your life. On the website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the Bayou Blended Spice, and you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer on the website, or you can order your own directly from there. If a local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Vowels Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South's Finest Meats, Mark's Mart in downtown Northport, and Piggly Wiggly at the Taylorville location and the one on Lurleen Wallace. Um... All their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, and has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use a spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. Well, we don't have a we don't have any calls this week. Oh wow. We don't have any questions. Oh. <laughs> we don't have a email. Nothing. Not really any audience participation. So Well, that is disappointing. <laughs> Unless you have anything you just want to talk about. Um I don't know. I don't have anything really to talk about. 
Thomas took the ACT, we're hoping he makes a really good grade so we don't have to pay for him to go to college anywhere. He probably if, will, though. If you're he? the praying type. This is the first time he's really taken it. I asked him what he thought he scored. He was like, 27-28. So I was like, that's pretty good. He was like, yeah, the first 20 questions of math were easy. He was like, the last 60 or how many ever were pretty difficult. He's like, well, I think I got most of them down. He's like, I crushed the writing part. I was like, well, great. He's like, you need a 30 to get a full scholarship. <laughs> I was like, so. but Well, maybe he's hedging his bets. You know, you don't ever tell your parents. I don't know. Well, Thomas <laughs> is also like overly confident. Oh, really? Yeah, overly confident. And so I kind of want him to get a bad score just to knock him down a peg because <laughs> he's smart enough to get a good score. He right. might just need to work on some areas, his first time taking and all that. I don't know. But if you're the praying type, Pray Thomas gets a good score. Well, when I was a kid, and I'm assuming Thomas is way better at school than I was. Nah, you're pretty smart. (laughs) Yeah, but I didn't do my work. Me either. I never did mine. (laughs) But uh, I would always tell my parents, oh, man, I – I, I know I did bad on this test. I made an F. and then But then when I would come home with like a D, I'd get in trouble, but it wouldn't be, it wouldn't as, be as much bad. trouble as if I thought I did my homework. I, I did good. That's a you pretty know? good strategy. You got yeah. to hedge people's bets. Yeah. That's ex- you got to manage expectations so that you exceed them. Hudson has a D in geometry right now. Like mm-hmm. Deidre has this app. She can check their grades. At all times of day. It is a nightmare. <laughs> I refuse to sign up for it because of- it's it's funny you say this because you know, our oldest, he's turning 13. Right. He's gonna be getting him a cell phone soon. Yeah. And my wife and my brother-in-law and my aunt, they were talking about like all these apps, monitoring apps, right. and how you can log on and See exactly where your kids are at and what they're doing and what sure. they're looking at and all this other stuff. Everything that the government does to us. Right. You can do it to your <laughs> you kids. You can do it to your kids. Yes. <laughs> and I just remember I said, I'm so glad this stuff wasn't around when I was a teenager. Yeah, right. <laughs> I let them live a little bit. <laughs> but uh, Hudson's got a D in geometry right now. Now, he's done great in geometry all year long, but he made two bad grades on two tests. So Dieter immediately goes into freak-out mode because right. that's her default when it comes to anything to grades because she was a nerd. She made good grades, you know? Right. Hudson doesn't deal well with default mode, so I was like, I'm heading this fight off. I was like, Dieter, I'll handle it. So I was like, send me a screenshot of his grades. And I sent that to him. I was like, hey, just heads up. You know, you're probably already aware of this, but, you know, you've you made some bad grades on some tests. <laughs> Your mom is freaking out. Well, no, that, that ended in the conversation today. This started on Monday. Hudson had a five-day break from school. He was out on Good Friday, had the weekend off, was out on Monday, everybody was. And then on Tuesday, they were doing the ACT, so none of the other kids except 11th graders went to school that day. Nice. Yeah. He had an e-learning day in which, of course, he didn't have any work to do. <laughs> right. Because every other teacher was like, I'm not doing any extra work either. So he had a five-day break. <laughs> And so yesterday we talked to this teacher about it and was like, hey, you know, I I did this paper that you gave me a bad grade on. Can I redo it and all that? Of course, teacher said no, which was fine. You blew the grade. That's cool. Um, But then Hudson texted me in the middle of the day today was like, hey, I figured out the problem. I had the settings wrong on my calculator. It was making me get all my problems wrong. Oh, 
He's like, grades will start coming up now. And I was like, good. All right. That's great. You know, now him and Deidre would have fought for like three days. I knew he'd figure it out. He's like me. You just got to give him a little space <laughs> and he'll figure it out. He's not a dumb kid. I'll have him to think of an alibi. <laughs> you know, I said, I was like, do you, do I need to go buy a new calculator? He was like, no, it's fine. He's like, it was on the wrong something. And I was like, okay, whatever, dude. So do your thing. I'm interested to see what he brings his grade up to because he desperately wanted to make a better grade than Thomas did in it. And Thomas, oh, okay. Thomas had a low A in geometry and struggled. I mean, he had to work hard to get it. Hudson hadn't had to work hard. Geometry was my easiest math, too, because I can visualize shapes. Mm-hmm. And I can't all this abstract stuff that make you do in algebra and trig. I can't wrap my brain around it so well they figured out how to make basic math difficult these days haven't they <laughs> no well all right so are you talking about common core yes common core started when thomas was a kindergartner okay so it's all we've ever dealt with and it's actually more like how i do math in my head which is round everything to the tens and then add the extras or subtract the extras or whatever mm-hmm. that's basically all it is but thomas can do like complex addition and mathematics problems in his head because of it. I'm not anti-common core. Well, I've never dealt with it, so I don't know. I've just, you know, seen videos and like, why don't, why don't we just carry the one? (laughs) Well, that's yeah. And I've shown them how to do that. You know, I was like, this is how we learned to do it. You know, but Thomas can do it all pretty quick. And Hudson's pretty good at it too. Libby's great. Um, It's just, it's a different way of skinning a cat. I guess is the best way to put it. You get the same answer. Mm-hmm. And in the long run, like what Thomas does now when he works on math, he goes a lot faster than I would have had to get like a whole entire cheat sheet out to do all the, you know, side equations to figure out the equation. He does all that stuff in his head. So it's, uh, I guess there's advantages, but everybody went nuts about it because it's different. I just use a calculator. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And they let them use a calculator a lot more than we ever did. Right. So, like, Libby had to have a calculator this year. Well, these days you can just ask Chat GPT. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to put us all out of work. <laughs> all of us out of work. That's fine. You be cutting yards. You make a little side <laughs> I was money. I say, people Chad trading G- gold chains. They can't pressure wash a sidewalk. I bet <laughs> you'd be like, <laughs> you'll be mowing somebody's grass to get a sack of barley from them <laughs> and all of that. It'd be great. I'm just gonna just. I'll have to fade away. I don't know what I'll do if society devolves. What are they gonna do? I mean, hypothetically speaking, look, I'm, I'm not a big fan of like like philosophically like conceptually ubi seems like a really bad idea because you're taking away people's incentive to work okay it it seems like a bad thing to do that said if robots and ai come along and they do everything Mm -hmm. what are we gonna do or is just everyone gonna starve to death Uh, maybe are robots just gonna completely take over well my thing probably here's what i'm wondering (laughs) if you're elon musk and all of your electric go-karts you make are made with uh, robots and AI. Mm-hmm. What's your incentive to go, here's a bunch of money, rest of the world? You might just be like, I'm the richest dude ever. I'm going to buy Britain, you know, or whatever. <laughs> right. I don't know. Well, here's a question. I mean, 
I mean, he'll get guillotined really fast if something like that happens. <laughs> That's what I say. I think Elon, as far as finances go, even if he did lose $20 billion on his Twitter acquisition. Yeah, he's fine. I think he's going to be fine. Right. But that said, he makes high-end luxury vehicles. Who's he going to sell them to if there's, yeah, if there's nobody, nobody to buy, to buy them, them anymore? Right. You know, if nobody has a job, if nobody's making any money, what's he going to do? That's why we need to pull the plug on this AI stuff. <laughs> it's going to be an adjustment. Yes. Yeah. And hopefully... Humanity will endure. You won't even. But be it's able, gonna be. It's yeah. gonna be something. It's gonna be crazy. You won't even be able to afford a sex robot, Tiny. <laughs> <laughs> Think about the consequences, people. Yeah. No. I don't know. Well, I wish somebody would have called in. <laughs> It'd have been a lot more interesting right now. <laughs> well, speaking of interesting. Before the show ends, we need to thank our patrons. Okay. Super interesting patrons. They're all cool people. Super cool. One thank of you us, so much. One of them sent a pretty funny meme this week that I immediately sent to you. Like I laughed. <laughs> I was like, I'm sending this to Tiny. And then I laugh reacted. Yes. That was not a bot. That was me. <laughs> that was, I knew it was you. I knew you would laugh at it. <laughs> uh, we thank you guys so much for supporting what we do. Uh, thank you from the bottom of our heart. Sure. We would like to thank by name those who donate at the 10 or above tier. And those people are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Mr. Shane White, Ms. Sharon Craig, Shiny Disco Balls, The Driver, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. Mick Will. Mick Will. Thank you all so much. If you would like to become a Patreon, you can you can head on over to patreon.com slash earthoddity. We have several different tiers, but the $5 tier gets you the extra show. That's like a whole nother show we do after this one. That's right. Sometimes it gets a little rowdy. It might today. <laughs> you, you don't might not want to share this with your Sunday school teacher. <laughs> you don't want to share it with ours either. <laughs> but you're absolutely going to want to tell your work buddies about it. <laughs> That's patreon.com slash earth oddity, extend your oddity. And speaking of extensions, what do we got coming up in the extension today? Uh, we're going to talk about the Dalai Lama trying to talk a kid into French kissing him. <laughs> it's so creepy that nothing in, in what you said was no was a lie. Right. It wasn't a joke. Sure. It wasn't exaggeration. No. It's like, suck on my tongue, buddy. I'm going to use that one, by the yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds kind of hot. <laughs> if it's not like a young boy that you're saying Yeah, right. I'm not talking, no, of course. I'm not talking about young boys. I was talking about sucking on the Dalai Lama's tongue. All right. Yeah. You talk about enlightenment? I don't want to use all my jokes. You got to pay for these jokes. Uh, and then we're also going to talk about Kid Rock. Yes. And Bud Light. <laughs> Who we like to call the American Dalai Lama, <laughs> Kid Rock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about, <laughs> I was trying to make some kind of joke, like <laughs> Dylan Mulvaney is asking Kid Rock to suck on her beer can. <laughs> <laughs> to grab a tall boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except it's nothing like that, but it is funny. <laughs> Uh, you got anything else? No, that's it. I've done enough damage. <laughs> 
You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us no matter where you get us. Whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, we're on them all. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore Earth Oddity on Twitter. If you would like to... <laughs> go to our website is what you need to do. Just go to our website. is earthoddity.net. Right? Yes, that's yeah. correct. Everything's there. <laughs> you can write into the show. Uh, you can Earth do that. Oddity at planetmail.net. It's not like I haven't done this like <laughs> 260 times before this. We do it all from memory. <laughs> show art underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. I've been forgetting to put that up. That's on me, y'all. <laughs> And we have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone number? 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. Well, John, here we are in the Patreon show, the yeah. extension, Earth Body Extended, and the Dalai Lama. <laughs> Messed me all up. Yeah, the the Dalai Lama is out here wilding out. You know, just he's just feeling himself, just out there.